0: Yeah, so the other night, I'm on Facebook, and I get this message from uh, a friend of mine, one of the few people I still talk to from high school, mm-hmm. and he's like, uh, I just want to know what you think of this video, since it's, and it's a video. I can't remember, the title was like, you know, How the Big Bang Theory Casualizes Misogyny in Your yeah, Culture.
1: very popular video that I've been um, refusing to watch. Well, exactly, <laughs> I was
0: like, well, I can't watch this because, you know, I have to watch this whole show. Yeah, And it's not like I'm worried about it biasing me. It's just like it's hard enough watching this show without knowing, like, all the worst moments that are going to come up later. Yeah, So um, I, I I don't know if we'd started
1: watching the show before I saw that that video existed. But now that we're through a whole season of it, it's like, why would this be surprising to anyone? Why? Well, well yeah,
0: so that's so I basically I responded and I was like, uh yeah, no, I, I'm not gonna, I haven't watched this yet, but I'm sure it's right. It's like, if you're expecting me to defend the Big Bang Theory, I'm not going to. And it's like, it's like, uh, so then this person was like, well, but don't you think we should be spending all of our time? Like, shouldn't we focus our praise and attention on other things that are more admirable? Oh, your friend sounds like they fucking suck. Well, they've been living in San Francisco for a while, so that happens to people. But, um, But no, I mean, were basically, so I was like, hold on a second. I make a whole show about the Big Bang Theory. That doesn't mean that the show is about how good the Big Bang Theory is and how everyone should watch it. It was like, oh, it's not? Because I hadn't actually listened to an episode yet. I was like, what the? It's like, I just saw you had a show about the Big Bang Theory, and I assumed it was how much you liked the Big Bang Theory. I was like, what do you think of me? Well, you you know exactly what they think of you. (laughs) I just I was amazed sort of at how I went from like zero to like hyper offended in about five seconds. And then I had to double back on myself because I was like, I don't this is obviously it's not a podcast about how much we love the Big Bang Theory, but it's not like it's just us constantly heaping like massive amounts of hatred yeah. on the Big Bang Theory, so I don't know what it is. Are we allowed to say this is a show? Like like I posted something on our Facebook page, this is not a show about how awesome we think the big bang theory is and i was like is that fair is what what do you, how is
1: how would it not be fair i don't i don't understand what you're but now that we're talking about it i guess it is kind of weird to have a whole show dedicated to something that you're
0: pretty sure you don't like and maybe hate well i guess if nothing else our branding is confusing then i feel like we should have like a tagline you know as if our title as if the big bang theory theory wasn't enough of a mouthful we yeah. should have like a subtitle A show about... Jesus wept. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, if this is your first time listening to this podcast and you're expecting a wild romp through the highlights of all the greatest and wonderful moments in the Big Bang Theory, it's why we love this unquestionably. That's where it changes. Okay. I was like, technically they're going to be getting all the highlights. (laughs) You might be in for a slightly disappointing experience, but everybody else just tuning in. Welcome. I'm Kyle.
1: I'm Nick. This is the Big Bang Theory Theory. A show that is search optimization engine poison. But you know what? We come up if you look for the Big Bang Theory, and we hurt a lot of feelings if you like the show. For people who have never listened, I'm sorry. Also, uh, yeah, this is the Big Bang Theory Theory. We watch this entire show. I hadn't seen it all, like a single episode of it before we started watching this, and now we're, we've finished season one. We just watched a third episode of season two. Kyle's a little bit more familiar with it than I am, and... We have been going through trying to figure out why people like this show. And uh, we are realizing, I think, that the, the the main thing I'd always heard is that the stereotypes are really terrible. And they don't accurately portray nerds. And the more we watch it, the more I realize that is not at all the case. Yeah, no. Pretty accurate representations of nerds that people are just super uncomfortable with, I guess. It's, I mean, they're, they're obviously archetypes. And they are heightened, but it's not like th- there's anything
0: going on that I haven't seen in any one of my friends or someone I know. It's no, there's literally a scene in this episode. As they do every now and then they'll they'll have like the nerds get together and do something that's obviously like on some YouTube video of cool nerdy shit to do that the producers watched, uh, like you know, send an electrical signal around the world or you know, Port your Wi-Fi so that some dudes in China can like remote control your like uh, sound system. Both of which are very cool things. Yes, and in sorry, this, no society. And in this episode, they like make a make a the, the a non-Newtonian fluid. Yeah, they make yeah. a non-Newtonian fluid dance on top of a speaker, and it's delightful.
1: Yeah. Well, so we should let's
0: let's do our blast through the episode, so okay.
1: everything isn't just coming completely out of context. I'm just
0: saying, it's like. Whenever they actually have the nerds being just like like classic, just like science geeks, it's usually pretty pretty quaint. Yeah, well, because that's like that's the most pure. Yeah, of the moment. It's just the spirit of curiosity, exactly, they're, they're, and wonder at yeah, the universe.
1: Yeah, it's hey, we can do this thing. We're doing it because the world is marvelous and we're seeking to understand it. Now, Wallowitz is going to rub his dick all over everything. Anywho. Almost none of that in this episode. I mean, still a little. Uh, Still a little, but not not as much. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, episode three of season two. And it opens with Penny unable to get into her apartment uh, as Sheldon finds her struggling to get the door open, interrupting him from playing his very heavy product placement, Conan Age of Exile. This is probably the most popular that game has ever been, is being featured in this show. And uh, he goes out to see her struggling, points out that she has stuck her her car key in the door and she's freaking out she's had a horrible day she admits she hasn't had sex in six months that she's been living in la for over two years and still hasn't gotten any acting work and she swallowed a fly and sheldon uh against his own instincts offers her to come back into his apartment to chill out while they figure things out he introduces her to conan and the whole rest of the episode is really just about her increasing addiction to that game they start to theorize that she ha- it's because she hasn't had sex in six months that she's withdrawing into the internet. And so Sheldon goes through a, a series of hijinks to try to get her fucked.
0: Yes, continuing the theme, but I guess it's just going to be like one of the weirdest through lines on this show is we need to obtain someone for another character to have sex with.
1: Yeah, yeah. I hadn't even thought about it when we were watching it, but that is a very... that's... <laughs> Uh, maybe the most prominent Recurring theme Or plot device is Something's wrong, we better go find Someone to fuck it and that's the, Whatever problem it is Just just bang some genitals Against it, and you know what? Eh, not that inaccurate, you know? But yeah, that's basically the whole episode And so I guess we better Just pick apart the weirdness Starting with the most unbelievable Thing of the entire episode is that Penny hasn't had sex in
0: six months? Why hasn't she had sex in six months? They don't actually. I guess that's what's weird. Is they don't give a reason for I why think she that hasn't is, had sex. I think in that, six that is months. the more it's interesting like, thing. They've shown she doesn't seem to have any trouble obtaining new boyfriends. She doesn't seem like the type of person who would have trouble no. obtaining new boyfriends. So if she's not having sex, it's it's not like it doesn't it doesn't sound like she makes it sound. I guess in her complaint, like she's been out there striking out, like you know. Going to the, but that's obviously not what's happening. Well, I mean, that's
1: an interpretation. We don't know why she's not. Like, it's
0: the mystery. Why? So, why do you think Penny hasn't been having sex?
1: Well, so in this episode, she gets addicted to online gaming generally, specifically the Age of Conan, which I don't want to keep saying the name of it because I feel like I am being tricked into promoting something that no one cared about 10 years ago and that I forgot existed, but that's what she's playing. And she dives in deep like the second that Sheldon introduces her to it she's done for and maybe that's replacing some other compulsion that maybe itself was complete like replacing the sex compulsion maybe she recognized at some point after that that boyfriend at the end of the first season wrote the sex blog she's like holy shit I've got to get my act together you know what no more sex I Obviously, it's causing me too much emotional stress. My life is falling apart. How can I maintain relationships while definitely not having sex? I have a neighbor named Leonard who would be perfect. And I can keep that going for an implied six months if I don't really pay that much attention to the timeline.
0: Yes. Ah, uh, Maybe, I mean, I guess I was wondering, like, maybe she... She seems like the type of person who would read like a book that was like, you know, if you really want to focus on your goals, you've got to stop having sex. So, I'm maybe stop she read you. like The Secret. Is the secret that you don't have sex? Is that what the secret is?
1: I th- I think the secret is ritualistic wishful thinking. Is what I think that is. Uh and I think I stopped following
0: you down that road once you said that I think she read a book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think she saw one of her favorite celebrities in an interview in Cosmo, maybe. Say. She
1: she was she was but, on whatever website preceded Goop.
0: Yeah, or I'm saying, I mean, I don't, if this turns out to be something random that I heard that is not true, then I'm going to feel stupid. But I, rem, I seem to remember, like, Lady Gaga famously saying, like, oh no, I'm trying to write new music. I don't. I am totally abstinent during the period when I'm writing the music because everybody knows that men will suck creativity out of your vagina. That sounds like a real fucking Lady Gaga thing.
1: Or when when I watched Rocky for the first time just a few years ago, one of the, the training requirements that... That Mickey put on him was no fooling around, no funny stuff.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of... I mean, they've done studies. It doesn't actually... You know, as long as you keep your sleep, sleep schedule the same, it doesn't actually change your athletic performance. But there are a number of professional athletes who apparently believe that. But you know who obviously doesn't? Any of the people who at the Olympic Games.
1: Oh, yeah. The the, the orgy
0: bills <laughs> that they have? Yeah. Like, they, they burn through, like boxes of condoms, like, faster than, like, they can get them shipped into the Alps? I mean, why use condoms? Your,
1: your genes are so powerful! Why would you not be,
0: like, intentionally, like, just matching up breeding pairs the entire time? Did, are you, are you advocating for eugenics? Is that what, is that where we landed here? In this case, yes! We're taking, because <laughs> uh, the thing is, we're not identifying any one
1: ethnic group. In, in, in fact, we're taking... The best representatives from everyone throughout the world and just saying, go nuts.
0: Yes, with people who are, like, genetically designed to perform one action really, really well and no other. It's
1: like, it's dangerous, if anything. Or nothing
0: else, just, I mean, Michael Phelps is there trying to, like, breaststroke his way into your, like, collarbone. No one's, Michael Phelps isn't getting any. That, (laughs) That goofy looking mug. That's well, just every. You literally just said everybody's getting some. That and was the point. I realize my mistake. All right, you, 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 you whipped so out who, the Phelps success. So who is getting late at the Olympics? Then who do you think is like the most popular? Let's not go by country. Let's go by sport. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't going to go. I, by don't know, I keep worrying about your implicit racism. I'm trying to protect our listeners from it. I tried to establish that this is like the weird utopian lack
1: of racism situation. Representative, every nation. (laughs) Um, the 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 best. So, what would be the best humping sport? Hmm, like swimming would be good,
0: but not Michael Phelps because he's too weird. They all look like that. They all have freakish frog bodies.
1: It's not his body, all right. He's got a dumb face, so he's He's hot body,
0: dumb face is what you're saying. Yeah,
1: like maybe the best way for him to have sex is he'd be really great at holding his breath, so he could keep his face dunked in a tub of water while, I don't know, you're giving him a rusty trombone or something.
0: Alright right to the rusty trombone. Do you know All what that of, one is? I <laughs> jumped over several... No, I do not know what that one is for the sake of posterity. <laughs> I have no idea and I'm never going to learn. All right, we'll let it alone. Twitter don't at me. Please, God.
1: Please, please do. You know, I here's our newest segment, <laughs> which I, in spite of being a real-life shy, awkward prude, I think uh, Same. sex, you, you didn't have to admit that, but I appreciate it. Uh, you know, I, I just have a very juvenile and filthy sense of humor, and it's something I feel a lot of shame about, and I'm trying to get better about embracing. And I think it's time that you get up to speed. And so we should have a segment of people writing in filthy sex terms that I introduce to you. On, on the show to see your reactions. And because this is not a visual medium, you cannot see Kyle vigorously shaking his head no right now.
0: Let's not do this. Let's not.
1: The discomfort is what makes it worth it, you understand. So, I'm <sighs> sorry. Like, I don't have any control over this. I'm not going to do this on my own. But if suddenly our Twitter or we have a Facebook now starts getting flooded with dirt, nasty stuff, the people have spoken, and you're going to have to deal with it. Uh. Who, who, what do you think is the best sport for Or ethnicity
0: <laughs> I'm thinking really hard now About the sport I'm trying to think of which one involves the most Really put as much thought into As much silent contemplative you know, time I'm gonna go I'm still thinking powerlifting Olympic powerlifting Those guys really? they're all thrust just mechanically it's just all it's picking up a heavy object and putting your hips into it as hard as you possibly but can
1: but they, that's like so many like bulky muscles that you have a real hard time even getting to their genitals
0: no they're not as not i mean some of them are like i'm not talking about like the okay i mean i'm not talking about like the the guys like on the world's strongest man like carl half thor whatever that guy's name is The mountain. that's a
1: good name if it's
0: real Half, I think his name is like Or Bjornson is the is the mountain on oh. Game of Thrones. But anyway, I'm not talking about those guys who are like you know just a giant like bag of like plastic wrapped around like a potato. I'm talking about like the people who do the Olympic lifting, which requires like more explosive motion and who like carry the bar like all the way over their heads. You like, sold that's me a with lot
1: explosive of, motion.
0: Like that's a lot of like. Have you seen the hip and shoulder action on that? Most of those people they're only like five like five ten five eleven. You know, they're not huge, like, mountain people, but they got those hips. They got sweet, sweet hips. I'm all about the hips. Just scientifically speaking, it's all about the hips. What was this podcast about again? I don't know. (laughs)
1: Let's actually talk about the show some more. So, Penny's not having sex. We don't understand it. She gets really big in online gaming. Oh,
0: and she's not successful as an actress, which is the other part. All right, I... Remember bits of this episode from before. I remember like Penny like for some reason really likes Age of Conan. But I think I just wrote that off as a one-off. Uh since then, like as I was watching it this time, I was like, you know, and she talks about this publicly as if I would know about it if she didn't. But I was like, like you mean
1: the the actress, Kelly Quinko? Yes.
0: No, not Kaylee Cole. I was just saying, it's weird, this, so whether or not they intended this, the arc that Penny goes through in this episode sort of funnily parallels what Felicia Day, who is an actress, oh, right. she's, you know, she's talked very openly about how, like, she was going through a point where it wasn't even that her career wasn't, it like, she was a working actress and she was getting work, unlike Penny, but she just didn't like the work that she was getting. She was basically, like, shooting commercials and... And feeling like existential doubt about her ability to become a a real actress. And so she became like super. I've heard her on podcasts talk about how she became like so super into World of Warcraft that she would, she like had a schedule on her computer about like, you know, the best ways to like farm XP for her character on alternating days and things like that. I don't
1: think that's uncommon.
0: Yeah. No, I know a lot of people do. I'm just saying the fact that she's also, she was also like, you know i guess the fact that they're both cute actresses and also world of Warcraft that's the only things they have in common
1: oh so yeah you, so you... i guess
0: what i'm saying is it's not only ugly people who get addic- addicted to mmorpgs is mostly though right i mean
1: yeah i mean that's i guess that is the silver lining on this cloud is that it is mostly you know grody neckbeards and yeah, they, people, we
0: don't care if they starve to death they in their They shouldn't basement. be
1: outside intermediately with society. They're, they're not getting into the Olympic Village. That's for damn sure. That is 100% for goddamn sure. No, they can, they can go and just fucking let their goddamn DNA swim through each other in a
0: cesspool where they crawled out of, for all I'm concerned. My good friends. <laughs> Joke's on you. One day the aliens are going to come, and the only people who can pilot the mechs that will defeat them will be the people who have spent who have spent the years putting Ooh. in the practice just continually pressing the button over and over again let's, for let, the dopamine rush.
1: Let's do that. Let's write our own, I don't know, series, movie, whatever it is, about uh, it, th- if the aliens come, they need the mechs to battle them off, and the only ones who can pilot those mechs are the the weirdos who spent hundreds of dollars on the gigantic mech controller for the Steel Battalion video game. The, those are the only people who have yes. invested I, enough
0: time... I mean, if this weren't literally the plot of The Last Starfighter, I guess it would be a really cool idea. No,
1: no The Last Starfighter is a fun guy, is good in an arcade game, and is recruited into an intergalactic war. I mean, realistically guys that actually know how to pilot these because they've been trained and they're all a bunch of gross social outcasts who otherwise can't function with humans because that's all they were interested in so a little
0: closer then but inspired by The Last Starfighter is uh, the book Armada uh, which oh that's that fucking guy that wrote that Ernest
1: Cline no podcast over too angry oh I hate him so much Oh, I haven't read Armada. I did read Ready Player One, though.
0: Why? Oh, motherfucker! Oh, did are you telling me you don't appreciate the modern literary masterpiece that is Ready Player One? Nick? I was so mad when that became a movie, and like,
1: oh, that book is dog shit. I read the whole thing. It's a gift from a friend, and I felt like I like I need to do this. I'm invested. It's a nice thing Something did for me. And it's not even that it's, um, it's, it's not even that it's so obviously playing to a very like specific group of people in a period of nerd culture. It's that it's also holding your hand through the entire thing. Like, it, have you actually read that book? I've read the book. Oh, Cause yeah, it's like, you can't just say, so-and-so got into a DeLorean. It's so-and-so got into a DeLorean, which, as you recall, comes from a series of films that began in uh, 1984, 1985, that featured these characters and did this. And also spawned this series. Oh, and then they got out of DeLorean and they picked up Excalibur, which you may be familiar with from it. And like every single time some sort yes. reference co- Fuck!
0: Who is that for?! someone who is someone who wants to read a book about someone reenacting all the scenes from Ferris Bueller's Day Off who is some or I'm sorry it's War Games but who has never seen the movie War Games you know that huge demographic of people the one ref that book, the only thing I think that Ernest Klein and I have in common is that apparently we both like Lady Hawk because there is a little paragraph devoted to how Lady Hawk is an underrated gem. And you know what? Is that the Matthew with...
1: Broderick thief? It's movie? the
0: Rutger Hauer night in pursuit of ending the curse that has trapped him and his lady in a shape shifting nightmare movie that Matthew Broderick also has to be in. Thank you, sir. Lady Hawk. It's great. All right. Armada. It's even worse than Ready Player One. Like, that's that's I, what I heard. I gotten like twenty pages in, and I was like, "This is the worst thing ever." Kyle, buddy, we fucked up so bad. Nope, <laughs> this is just this is an extra special. This is a very special episode of the Big Bang Theory, <laughs> just, Theory. I,
1: You know, I. Th- this, this is th- the two-parter. Of the Olympics were fine. I got I got so triggered <laughs> when Ready Player One came up. We got to move on. We have to talk about the actual show. Uh, so, something that comes up that's subtle. So, so, well, actually, no, there's, there's a whole joke about it. Is Penny, in her obsession with the, the Conan game, starts constantly harassing Sheldon for advice. And so this is going to the apartment and calling him at work and all these other things. And there's a scene where Sheldon is asleep. And Penny apparently has a key to get into the apartment and walks into his bedroom at night to, with, I think, with her laptop, or no, regardless, yeah. goes in and to get some sort of advice from him. And it turned into this whole joke about um, Sheldon's not wearing his pajama bottoms when he's under the bed because he spilled grape juice on them. And so when she walks out, uh, she awakens Leonard, who wants to know what's going on. And he hears, as she's leaving and through the door, like, oh, God, you were great. And she comes out and says, don't go in there. He's not wearing any pants. And the joke itself is fine. Good, ambiguous, throwaway sex joke.
0: But those two, could they they, be such a better show yes. if they started dating. I was like, I mean, I thought they established it even like the first time she comes over and she's like, Sheldon, I really need to talk to you about something. All the other nerds there are watching while like Sheldon walks Penny threw like this dungeon in the corner And they're like this is like the world's weirdest Comic book crossover It's like the Hulk dating Peppermint Patty And I was like yes Which is obviously a, a Fish out of water weird people dating each other Why isn't this the show So here's
1: what I would Propose if I were to Be in charge of season 2 Everything has gone so far fine You know you're like well, why did Penny and Leonard stop the like, dating so quickly <laughs> Over moving on But from this episode, uh, Sheldon, because he loves his game too and doesn't recognize that Penny is a human who should be doing other things with her life, seizes on the opportunity to have someone else, IRL, to play this game with. And they feed into each other's addiction. And it's like played for laughs at first, but after a few episodes, it becomes clear that she's in too deep. Sheldon, this is his world, all right? He can focus on it. He can leave again. He goes to work. He's fine. Penny becomes consumed. And Sheldon, completely unaware of this, Leonard on the side sees what's happening and he has to break the addiction. And he has to get in between them in a dramatic and violent end of their friendship. Not friendship with Penny, but friendship with Sheldon. Leonard and Sheldon pit against each other. Sheldon, obviously smarter, obviously has many more abilities regarding manipulation and lack of empathy and things like that. And I think that... Would be radical, and then definitely one of them murders the other at the end, and I won't tell you who because I haven't thought that far ahead yet. And also, it will be a surprise in the show if it doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, I like it, sort of a battle, battle of the nerds, you yeah. know, with the soul of a of a former of a husk of a former actress, yeah. you know, slowly drained away by her online gaming addiction. We're yeah. kind of like yeah. in uh,
1: the preacher comic books, where S-
0: selling selling her body for like you know. Um experience, whatever, like farmable loot, yeah.
1: Oh, I haven't thought about it, but that's definitely happened, hasn't it? That's well, de- not yet, not not, not in the, the show. Th- I mean, the- life. There's definitely people have been like posted ads on like Craigslist or something, like, "Hey, really need this high level piece of equipment. Really need help
0: with this raid." I've got a whole picket like that's I don't I don't know. I maybe. That I, have, I I'm have, sure that dudes have offer have been like, "Hey, if you need help with World of Warcraft, I'll, you know, here's oh, the I price." Mean, absolutely, but 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 that I, I'm absolutely but I'm not sure anyone has ever That's even even in better. So, here's the one I always wonder about because I remember seeing an article about this. A dude wrote a listing saying, "Hey, I have a full badge to Comic-Con back stage at all the events, meet everybody, cut all the lines. It's a premium pass. I have two of them. I only need one. I also have a room to stay in the hotel. If yes. You want to come to Comic-Con with me, have sex with me in my room, I will give you the other badge and also give you a place to stay. I always wonder if anyone took him up on that, because it seems like there are a lot of people who are really into that whole Comic-Con game, and that badge was worth a lot of money. Also, the premium hotel space during the con is apparently quite expensive.
1: Kyle, absolutely
0: people have taken guys like that up on. And I
1: think, I think honestly, you're being a little bit gatekeepy sexist right now to assume that a woman would not have had the same scheme. To be like, oh, I have a thing I need. I know I have a body that all these other nerds would want. And if I can just do my one sex thing and get this thing in this game that I as a woman also allowed to like
0: and be obsessed with. So you're saying that it's it's... it's I'm being so, too socially conservative by thinking that there's something morally wrong about trading sex No, for no, no. Video I'm not saying it's loot. not
1: morally wrong. I, th- I think you're, you're being too conservative by thinking it's only guys that would be so creepy as to try to lure women in with this. And that there's not some gross lady out there, too, Let's doing Let's split the, the difference.
0: Thing. Let's just say it's all lesbians trading sex for loot online, and that's probably the most why? ethical.
1: Why, why? What's your hang-up here? Can you not believe that a, there's a woman out there... Uh, a strong, independent, thinking, free, conscious woman who really needed a legendary mount.
0: If you catch
1: my drift, and fucked somebody for it.
0: No, because why couldn't she just get the? This is and this actually comes up in in I get it with Penny because of how. But again, Felicia Day didn't go bothering all of her friends to become good at World of Warcraft. She trained herself. Yeah. Be good. So a real strong, independent woman doesn't need a man to get her the mount. She just, you know, figures that she just grinds for the four thousand hours. Hell yeah, she, needs. she does. She just figures out all the stats. She hacks the game. She gets inside it. She does what every good nerd no, does, no, and she Kyle, masters Kyle, the game. Kyle, those women also exist. All right, that's true. And so does this other filthy lady. Like that's, it's I I, I don't know. I guess maybe. I don't so here's my so oh well, you don't play. Neither of us okay. So, what is the thing you what's the accomplishment you have most wanted in a video game that you would have traded sex for? So, obviously, um, it's not going to be an MMORPG, nothing. but what's the
1: Not a one because I beat Ruby Weapon when I was like 19 years old and I never felt more empty in my life. And that's what I realized like I none of like video games don't matter to begin with, but when you like have just this horrible sunken feeling that you're like, this is just how much video games don't matter. Like, cause like, even in my artificial world that I enjoy very much, if I, the, the ultimate thing I can do provides me no sense of accomplishment, and if anything, just like, makes me realize how much of my life I've wasted doing it, like, that's, I'm not fucking anybody for no video games. Which comes up in the episode. It's like, the, the, the reason they, start to theorize, which Leslie Winkle brings up. She's the one that says maybe Penny's playing all these games because she hasn't got laid in six months and needs some sort of other release or distraction or something. But I think it's uh, that she, maybe Leonard, but I think it's Sheldon. That says, well, yeah, but she's drawn in also because she has this false sense of accomplishment and it's really easy to get in there. No, and, that's Leonard. Well, same thing then. So they try to get her fucked.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, Yeah. It's not even that good a joke. He just well, the good joke is when L- Sheldon, in trying to find people to have sex with Penny, turns around to a guy behind him and he's like, "Hey, would you like to have sexual intercourse? Or are you a interested very right hunky now?" Man, by the yeah, way. a gorgeous looking man. You know that would also be a better show if the show just immediately pivoted to Sheldon discovers that the reason he's never been a tr- like the reason he can't have is he's just you know he didn't realize that his tastes ran more towards you know you know, sophisticated, bearded, you know, super smart prof bro guys, you know, but now they're a thing, and he's just, he's, you know, discovering this whole new side of himself where he does quantum physics by day and bangs this hunky dude all night who's very into him, and, you know, they have this really loving and supportive uh, relationship, that would also be a better show. You
1: know, we need to excise the phrase, or any permutation thereof, that would be a better show, because... If anything on earth could go without saying. <laughs>
0: literally anything would be a better show? Yeah. Okay, so that's fine. I did notice in this episode that the other two nerds, like, literally do nothing the whole episode. No. Like, they little, they only show up twice, and then they basically say well, nothing either well, time. Well,
1: has a very brief but pivotal moment at the end of the episode.
0: Yes, that's true. He, he comes back in at the end. You're right. He becomes important. And we'll talk. But I was like, the spinoff of the Big Bang Theory that's just the Raj and Howard show? I think, actually, that would be better. They would probably be detectives. <laughs> and... No, you're not allowed to Baywatch Nights it. You're not allowed to reboot it with... Was that a show? You didn't know watch about Nights. Baywatch Nights no, where I had no David Hasselhoff hunts vampires and
1: Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no! That sounds excellent! You gotta watch watch the trailer after Hell this. Hell yeah, we're gonna watch a trailer after this, and then every episode of it. <laughs> God, that's so good! But no, no, so okay, maybe not to say but whatever they're doing, they're detectives. <laughs> and, uh, but the, the the issue is that um, Raj has excellent detecting skills. He's just a natural for it. His quiet observational style like, always, he's always on the right trail. But, of
0: course, he can't interview the woman directly, so exactly. he has to rip to whisper the questions but in their Lollowitz ear.
1: which is so gross that he can't ever get any information out of them. And so it's like them fighting against each other with all the clues right in front of them, and they can never move forward. Oh, that would be a good...
0: Damn it! Yeah. That
1: would be a better show! Sorry. It's... Yeah, I mean, no. that I mean that version of it. But they could be so many other versions with them. That would be terrible.
0: Ah... Uh. But yeah, in this episode they don't do a lot except at the very end. Which what does so so nothing that they can do can get Penny to quit. The literally the episode is resolved in like in, in what is kind of a running theme where they don't really resolve the plot lines of the show. They yeah. just do something random in the last five seconds. Yeah. And in this one, I'll let you handle it. Well, I mean
1: there's not much to it. It's Penny is playing and playing and playing like she always does, and um Wolowitz finds her online. And approaches her character and you know asks to go to the pub with a flagon of meat or whatever and she agrees and in that moment she realizes uh, that she's hit rock bottom yeah. and closes her laptop. And which I don't want to get into this too much now, but I think we should examine it moving forward, which is um, yeah episodes never really have resolutions. It's build 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 and then we're watching without commercials but it would if we were watching it on TV, there would be the final commercial break. And then what you would usually consider a stinger, you know, the the joke after the episode is resolved, is usually the resolution. So it's not like you get any sort of, like, meaningful change in the characters or something that, like, will lead into the next episode. It'll be the five seconds at the end where Penny closes her laptop and says, oh, crap, I have to stop. Yeah. And then just ends. Like, in every episode, like, I'm not asking for them to be longer, but they also usually feel too short. Like, they're just missing whatever last... Plot element theme.
0: Well, yeah, because, I mean, I feel like the way that I was taught when I was studying the sitcom was, you know, you introduce the characters, then you introduce, like, you know, a potential change in the character's status quo that will, you know, change all their relationship to each other. You restore that, and then you do something, basically, one of the characters, you basically they all go back to the status quo. So usually the final third of the episode is them realizing, oh no, this thing that I thought I wanted, I don't actually want it. I want what I had before. Everything goes back to normal now because there are no stakes. This show it literally it changes the stat like it doesn't even challenge the status quo enough to like make it worth Yeah like going back to. It's not like it's not like, you know, Sheldon's thinking about getting a job at another university and they all have to keep reasons to get him to stay, which wouldn't even make sense because they hate him way too much to try to stop him from taking a job at another university. Yeah, The the stakes are shockingly low at most episodes. Like,
1: we need to throw Leonard a birthday party. Yeah. We... Uh, need to get away
0: from Sheldon because he's sick. I wonder if that's a function. Like, that may be part of, like, the Chuck Lorre philosophy, which is, like, look, we want this show to go on forever, which means we never want... We need to, like, make the episodes as inconsequential as possible so that we can introduce as many permutations. Like, it's almost like the... It's like those algorithmic YouTube videos that, Mm. like, you know, that, like, basically do the same thing over and over again with as little change as possible. Well, with that,
1: we really should wrap up. And so, before I I put a forced stop on this, was there anything else about the episode itself that you wanted to discuss?
0: Yes. So, the one thing I will say is this episode, I remember thinking this in a couple of moments, was hampered by the fact that characters on television um, aren't allowed to swear. Which I talked to you about this before. And you were like, you pointed out, not to steal your thunder, but your point was... um, if the characters were allowed to swear, they'd swear all the time, and the swearing would lose its meaning very quickly, which I think is a valid observation. But there are just... There were two moments. The first moment is when they're all watching, like, uh, Penny and Sheldon interacting over the computer and bonding over this Age of Conan thing. Like, they're all stunned, but none of them possess the language to accurately reflect how stunned they are. Like... They're all like, "What is happening? This is strange." Whereas in real life, I feel like what well, it would have just been if 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 Howard had just flipped out, he'd been like, "What the fuck is happening? What the f- goddamn yeah. fuck is happening right now? What the fuck is going on?" That would have been much more satisfying. And then there's this. It's not even a subplot. It's again. That's the other thing about these shows is they don't have subplots, which I yeah. think we've talked about before. But. Um, <laughs> They just have, like, hints of subplots that never go anywhere. In this one, it's it's uh, Leslie and and Sheldon continue to not get along for yeah. various office things. They're fighting office over things lab space. But also, uh, so, Leslie keeps calling Sheldon mean names, but the only thing she's allowed to call him because it's TV is Dumbass, basically. And mm. Professor Dumbass. And this is where I'm going to push back a little bit
1: more. Because she's not only allowed to call him Dumbass. There are many other... TV okay terms that she can call him. She sticks with dumbass, and it is this episode where I believe I have finally become disenchanted with Leslie Winkle because you know she has legitimate reasons to not like Sheldon, but the more that she always picks on him and excludes him in ways that are like just calling someone dumbass over and over and over again. Exactly, that's such a, it's a, that's a very lame, like dumb bully move.
0: Yeah, and, I think I feel like if the very least Leslie Winkle would. Prov- uh uh, a woman of her of her broad experience would possess much much uh, more colorful and yeah, fun.
1: Yeah, like maybe from a dumbass to a butt munch. Yeah, maybe to a fart sniffer. Any of those, but just dumbass over and over.
0: Yeah, it's even not other very good. things
1: that play like that specifically play on his intellect. That's fine. This mix. Hey it up. flowers
0: for Algernon. That would have been
1: fantastic. That would have been a delight. I'm going to start intermingling you and Leslie Mingle, uh, Leslie Winkle in my mind, and our relationship is going to get strange. So we should Whoops. stop talking about the episode there. Okay. And before we move on to our pleasant thing, is so how we want to end the show now. I have to remind everyone uh, that obviously we're available online because you're listening to this. And we are on iTunes and Spotify and all the other podcast subscription services. And you should really rate our show on iTunes and say whatever you want about it just say something I'm lonely and I need validation
0: and uh, you can as our social media manager um, who does not do a very good job of it you can find us on Twitter we're at uh, probably are we?
1: like BB Theory Squared or we're something. at
0: BB Theory Squared um, and we have a Facebook page which yep. you're welcome to like and you know rate reviews of us on that too or just interact with us tell us where you're at what's going on in your life how are you? yeah why do you do this to yourself?
1: Yes. I mean, we, we need just something to fill the void in our lives, but why do you do listen? Do you think
0: th- we're bad people for making this podcast? I'm just curious. How
1: annoying are my interruptions to Kyle? How annoying is Kyle when he, when he towers over me with his superior intellect? <laughs> Things like that. We we want feedback. We want people to be involved, and we you know we're still early enough in the show that there's a lot we could do with it. And if people have fun ideas, we want to steal those and not credit you. So please give us feedback. But we should move on to our happy thing. Yes. Which do you have anything in the chamber?
0: Oh boy, do I. Please, I want you, you to start. Go first.
1: Well, I can go first, but mine's going to be a throwaway because, like, I not a lot jumped. Oh well, no. Okay, updated happy thing, which is still small. I, I make these dumb throwaway references to Mega Man all the time. Uh, the truth is, I love Mega Man. People that don't know what Mega Man is, I'm not going to explain it, because it's not worth it. But the... Rock
0: Man, if you're Japanese and listening to this podcast in English. And...
1: Yes, also Rock Man. But the Mega Man 11 demo just came out the other day, and I played through the only level. And it's not garbage, and that is so relieving. Because like, I love those games growing up. Their quality is all over the place. Uh, the, the series stopped for a Best ver- and
0: worst Mega Man game.
1: Go. Of the original series? Yeah. Uh, for best, it's probably two.
0: I can't... Almost like
1: three better, but two is a tighter game. And then for worst, I'm going to go seven. Yeah. Seven is the one where they transition to the Super Nintendo, and it's slow, and all the sprites are too big, so there's not a lot of action you can fit onto the screen. Uh, and they have all these dumb mechanics where you have rush th- search around for garbage. It's not bad, but it's it's the worst.
0: Yeah, I don't know enough about Mega Man to evaluate that. I was just our fans' feedback.
1: Yeah. But uh, the the newest one, it's it's nice. I was worried about them adding a bunch of unnecessary garbage, and I didn't like the art direction. But I it's, it's fun.
0: So mine, which I've been I've literally been waiting all week to talk about this, is to my. Love cannot be contained. So, I have always been a bit of an anime fan, not gonna lie, my whole life. But I kinda thought that phase of my life was over. Like, I don't, there's no, not in the anime club anymore. My Crunchyroll account mostly goes unused. There's so much of it, and finding new good stuff, you know, it's, it's just, it's almost, it's too, it's just looking through too much stuff. It's too much work to find anime that I know I'm going to enjoy. And so, I just don't, watch much of it anymore. That being said, because I had heard so many good things about it, and it kind of seemed up my alley, I decided to just watch the first couple of episodes of a little show called Boku no Hero Academia! And it is the best thing in the world! It is absolutely 100% wonderful! I love it! It is great! What, it is pure what? happiness what is in a bottle! Boku no Hero Academ- Academia, or My Hero Academy, is the tale of a boy growing up in a world where everyone has superpowers, but not everyone chooses to use them for good or evil. Most of them just use them to get through their lives. But, of course, some people abuse them, and some people have chosen to stand in opposition to those people, or to use them to save people in other ways, and they are the heroes of the society. And the greatest hero of all is All Might. Who is basically like this cross between Captain America and Arnold Schwarzenegger and like he has this crazy Donald Trump hair, which is just like super America. His signature move is literally Texas smash and he just punches things so hard that like it causes like tornadoes and shit. He is amazing. And so it's about this boy who's grown up wanting to be a hero who worships All Might, but he's one of the rare people who's born without superpowers. Oh no. What is he going to do? But then he meets All Might, and All Might decides, because he is so pure of heart, that he is going to share his superpowers with this boy, so this boy can go to superhero school to become the world's greatest superhero, and it's just about him learning how to become a hero, and what that implies, and living up to his idol, and everyone is delightful, and all of the character arcs are wonderful, and everything is so perfect, and it is just the best fucking show ever! I've already watched all of it that exists, which is a little, I went through it a little fast. Uh, fortunately, there's a movie coming out soon, and I want, I want to get the school tat, I want to get the school's catchphrase tattooed on my body, but, I'm worried people will think it's some kind of white nationalist slogan Because all it is is plus ultra Which just means go beyond But I'm worried people will think it's some kind of ethno-nationalist thing Also,
1: with, with this week's recommendations I'm realizing that we are putting ourselves in a position Where the characters of the Big Bang Theory
0: Could just as easily have a podcast About how fucking nerdy we are I don't even care, okay? I don't care My hero, Academia I will go to the mat for it I will die for this show
1: Noted. I All night. Godspeed. Plus Ultra.